SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Live from Sin City. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. And welcome to Vegas Sports Radio. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for Brian Blessing today, who's out to on assignment, as the uh, industry says, alongside Cam Stewart and George Kurtz, as we'll take you right up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, talking the world of sports and then some. Uh, Big Ben swan song tonight. No regrets for Bruce. Bills and Eagles are in. Antonio Brown is out uh, of his mind. Uh, Cash that ticket, but we'll rip up that one. Rockets are grounded. Giant problems in New York. And uh, the Jets are just atrocious. We'll get to all those stories. Plus, we'll preview again Cleveland-Pittsburgh. Monday Night Football tonight. We'll take a look at the National Championship game. And uh, maybe throw some baseball news. Is uh, Barry Bonds, according to one story, uh, uh, has some bad news. We'll get to it all alongside again for the next two hours our good buddies Cam Stewart and George Kurtz. What's going on, fellas? What's up, Cam? How are you? Long time no speak. I joked, I spoke to George two hours ago or an hour ago here on uh, Sports Good Radio, but uh, <laughs> it's been a while for you and I, my friend. How are you, Cam? I, yeah, I got to be honest with you. I mean, last time you, me, you and Kurtz talk, we're doing some pucks, but nice to yeah. talk to you, Wetzel. I can't wait for this stuff and just can't believe the line movement in these games. Cleveland basically opening up at three, and I'm seeing minus two and a half for Pittsburgh now. People thinking it's a, a lock in Big Ben Swan Song at the Big Ketchup Bottle. We'll see what happens there. But uh, if this line keeps on going up, guys, I might have to pull the trigger on the Browns, even though they're out of the playoffs. They might want to play spoiler. Crazy line movement, five and a half points. Yeah, well, that's it, right, George? I mean, once they realized that Cleveland was no longer in the playoff picture, the perception is, okay, they're not going to play. I don't necessarily buy into that, but I do like that Pittsburgh swan song for Big Ben. But that that's why, George, right, the line has gone five and a half, six points. Yeah, it's because Cleveland, you know, they're going to be def- uh, deflated, right? Because they're out of the playoffs. They can't make it now. Still, it's a Monday night game. The Cam just said it. It's a rivalry game. I think Cleveland would still like to send uh, Pittsburgh home. You know, uh, misery loves company and all that. It is Big Ben Swan song here, so perhaps he has something left in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a tougher contest uh, than we think. I do like Pittsburgh to win the game, but I'm not really sold on them covering as of yet. All right, we'll break it all down. We got some of the props for tonight's game. I love, love, love the big bet. I am going to buy into the scenario that it's his last game, and there's no way they're going to limit him. I love his props later on tonight. We'll get into that here in a little bit. And then the College Football National Championship, like I said, some baseball news, run down all the playoff scenarios. But really the main story is, (laughs) you hate to say it because it's bad news, it's goofy news, it's Antonio Brown. I mean, that's what's on people's minds. I mean, uh, before we break into it too, too much game, Give me your general thoughts. Antonio Brown no longer a Buccaneer. I'm sure you saw the high. I'm sure you saw the highlights yesterday. He says today that it was an ankle injury. Arians responded by saying, "Well, he didn't tell me that yesterday." Uh, what do you think, Antonio Brown and the Bucks? Yeah, it was crazy there, Wetzel. Uh, Kevin Walsh and I are doing in-game live, and we got the sound down. I'm like, what's this guy doing? He's taking his pads off. He's running <laughs> off the field. He's throwing things. In. Like I'm like, I literally was just going, what the heck is going on? I was kind of like stunned. But I got to say this, in all seriousness, Antonio Brown, I agree with Tony Dungy. You can't hire this guy, but this is the NFL. You know if you need an extra receiver, you need some depth, these guys are going to be on the phone line. If this guy can help your team in any type of way, teams are going to call him. But I'm going to say this. 
He's got a mental health problem. We all knew that before with multiple, multiple instances. This is like the fourth or fifth now. I got to be honest with you. The guy needs help. And I'm not I'm not saying this in like a funny way or anything. Uh, I know people who, who have mental health issues. And Antonio Brown, he's got to step back from the game. He's got to get help. And I hope none of these teams pick him up. I, I'm with Tony Dungy on this one. You can't just keep on hiring this guy or hiring this guy or he's never going to learn. Yeah, it's funny you say that because uh, George and I was talking on Pro Football Full Circle. You know, when we say someone's nuts, this, this guy is nuts, right? I mean, you're saying it under the premise that he's really not. He's just acting like an idiot. Whereas, seriously, I, I don't know if you could say that about Antonio Brown. I mean, I don't know what what his brain he is. He's gone. I mean, he's lost all sanity. Seriously, not jokingly. You know right? what, Scott? Listen to this. What kind of man was so close to his incentives and leaves? That's all you need to know. Yeah, 333,000. Yeah. 333,000. George, you know, 333,000. This guy literally could have hit every incentive, made some more money, over a million dollars, and you're walking away, cracking jokes, giving the peace sign. Like, that's the thing. Like, most people are in it. Hey, I need money to survive. More money's good for me. And the guy basically was right there at his season incentives, and he said, screw it. I'm just going to do this. It just tells you this guy, uh, he's on a different level. Does he get another job this year, George, in your mind? Not should he, but, no. you know, will no, Tennessee, no, will no, Kansas no, City, no, no. Andy Reid, you know, he loves to bring problem childs. You know, he's very familiar with problem childs. Uh, you know, the, the bungles are the bungles for a reason. Would they add? No, no they wouldn't add them on. No, 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 no. They don't With that. the Packers, no, no. with the Packers, with Aaron Rodgers, one last goal. No, round. With, no, with, no, with, no, with no. Dallas no. and Jerry Jones, who just lost Michael Gallup, need another wide receiver, give him a shot. Now, he committed the NFL Cardinal sin, man. He quit on a team. He quit on a team. That's not good. Uh, no, I don't think he gets another job. I think his NFL career is probably over. I think people realize, I think we've known this for a while, he's got something wrong. He's not healthy. He's not mentally healthy. He's not mentally stable here. You're not going to bring that into your locker room right now for a team going into the playoffs. You'd have to be so desperate. I mean, it'd be just silly here. So, no, uh, they, I think his career is over, but there's always some team that's out there that might do something silly. But, uh, no, he won't be on another team this year. He's done. Dallas Cowboys, Kim? Yes, 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 exactly. You, that's <laughs> that's you're reading my mind. The perfect fit. Jerry Jones on the blower. And Antonio, we could use you, buddy. Come on down. Yeehaw! Yeah, go to the Cowboys. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. If Handel had a prop, that would be it. There you go. Sportsbook Radio continues after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. Yeah, guys, very odd situation. Antonio Brown boiled over, very upset on the sideline, took off his shoulder pads. Mike Evans, O.J. Howard trying to convince him to keep them on. Obviously, they were unable to do so. He tossed his shoulder pads, tripped off his shirt and glove, threw those into the crowd, then ran across the field while the teams were still on the field, giving the crowd a peace out sign. I'll let you know when we hear something official on his status. Thank you, Jen. It may be an Antonio Brown out in Tampa Bay at some point enough is enough obviously a, a difficult situation and um you know i think we all want you know him to to you know just think everybody should find uh you know hopefully do what they can to help him in ways that that 
you know, he really needs it. And, um, you know, we all love him. We care about him deeply. Um, you know, we want to see him be at his best and, you know, unfortunately won't be with our team, but, um, you know, we have a lot of friendships that, that will last. And again, I think the most important thing about football are the relationships with their, your friends and your teammates, and they go beyond the field. And, you know, I, I think everyone should, should be very compassionate and empathetic toward, you know, um, some very difficult things that are happening. Wow. Uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I wasn't sure if that was Tom Brady or uh, Gabe Morenci looking at a bunch of losing tickets. Uh, you, you don't hear Tom Brady. <laughs> Settle down there, Wetzel. Where'd that come from? Hey, we're coming wow. up firing here. Listen, I, I'm filling in last second. There are no hands barred here. Everyone's at danger to, for the next two hours. Uh, you don't hear, guys, Tom Brady get flustered too often, right? I mean, we've seen him after Super Bowl. We've seen him pissed off. We've seen him, like, not talk to the media. We've seen him be, you know, jerk to the media. Uh, but he was flustered that he didn't know what to say. You know, when you start a sentence and then you kind of stop yourself and then start another sentence and then stop yourself and start another sentence without doing a complete thought, uh, again, that, that, that uh, he didn't know what to say. I mean, he really, uh, wow, um, that, that's just a crazy situation. But we last left you, Cam. I think it's not impossible. You know, I'll play devil's advocate here. You know, listen, my ankle was hurting me. I thought they knew. I told the trainer. I told a couple teammates. I couldn't run. I know I was jogging off the field afterwards, but that was just me goofing around. You know, it's one thing to jog off a football field versus playing in a real game. And uh, I, I thought they knew. And when he told me to go back and I just wasn't going to do it, and I flipped. You know, is that good enough, Mr. Jerry Jones, if you're uh, the Dallas Cowboy owner, Cam Stewart? I got, I got to be honest with you, Wetzel. That sounds like BS to me. So you're telling me if Brown had an injury – uh, it's it's Arians' word versus him. And Arians said Brown didn't tell the coaches or whatever. He just kind of sat there and did his thing. And then it was his decision to leave the field. Who do you believe? Do you believe Bruce Arians or do you believe Antonio Brown? Anyway, I don't care what you do. George, you played sports, Wetzel. You know the, you know the drill as well. When you're playing hockey or whatever, you could be frustrated. You could be pissed off. You could do anything. You never bail on your team. You sit there on the sideline till the end of the game. You walk into Arian's office, and we have a little chat about the situation. Say, listen, I was beat down. My ankle hurts. Then you work it out. But Antonio Brown, that's what he does. It's all about drama. It's all about effect. And, and, and if I'm Bruce Arians too, he's cut. The problem with Tampa Bay now, guys, as you know, Godwin's done. Brown's done. They already have a lot of injuries right there. And, that, and the Green Bay Packers are sitting there licking their chops and a couple of other teams in the NFC saying, wow, this is good for us. You can say what you want about Antonio Brown, but they were going to need him, guys, because they're thin. Yeah. They're thin there. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I got to believe, like, he could have handled the situation. Just chill out, relax, say I'm hurt, and you work this thing out. You don't need to make a spectacle like that. And that's why Arian said, I have, I have no time for this hijinks and nonsense anymore. You're gone. What do you think, George? Yeah, he's not going to Dallas. That's not going to happen. Let's just say this. Let's say a team is, is interested. I don't think any team's taking him up on this point in the season. I just don't see it. But let's say they are. You really don't. You're a Dallas Cowboy fan, Joe. You really. I'm sorry, interrupt. You this really sounds like a Jerry think, Jones thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? Why do you? Why are you so quick to write this off? Listen, I I had an ankle injury. What can I tell you? I was hurting. I, I should have told the coach that that, but I, I didn't make it clear enough. That that's all. And I you know I, I lost my cool. I walked off the field. That put me in, coach. You don't think that's well, enough? He he, he, he doesn't necessarily have to believe him. He but jogged it, and jumped off the field. Ankle looked fine to me. 
Yeah, no, so what? Yeah. He's good. giving you an out, though. You know, it's not like the Dallas Cowboys, in this case, would want to decide, dude, do we really believe him or not? You want to be able to say, okay, AB's giving us an out. You know, he's 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 that's what he's How telling us. So who are we to call him a liar? We believe him. You want him How in your uniform, right? Slapped in the face before you realize you're going to get hit. But this is the now best part. You only need him for four he games. The Raiders. He you only need him for four games. You got one game left in their free playoff game. Maybe the Super Bowl. Lost. You don't have he to ready? put up with nonsense for the entire season. He can't season. learn the system in a week. Sure he can. Go run run down the field. Run down the field to catch the ball. That's the system. I'm going to be honest with you, Wetzel. Let's let's be real, guys. Antonio Brown is not DeAndre Hopkins. He is not DK Metcalf. He is Antonio Brown. I get it. He'll make a few catches, but the issues and the crap that you have to deal with him on a regular basis is not worth what you're going to get. I know Tampa Bay is thin, but that's why they made the decision. It's like, man, screw this. We'll be fine. We're going to grab it. Next man up mentality. Hey, some team might be crazy enough to do it, Wetzel, but the problem is he just doesn't bring enough to the table at this point in his career to risk the BS. And I'll tell you, if other guys have a good thing. I know, no, but here's the thing, Wetzel. You're Green Bay. You're, you're Green Bay. You're on fire. That's the last right. thing you need is a guy disrupting it. Dallas, I can see Jerry Jones. He's a weird guy, maybe, whatever. I'm, I'm saying I don't think it's going to happen, but if it's somebody, it's them. I look at every other team. Arizona, they got a million receivers. I'm going up and down the list. Who? Who? The Buffalo Bills don't need this guy. Remember that? He ripped the city. He ain't going there. He's not going anywhere. Kansas he is going city. to How the facility to Kansas get help. City uniform. No, um, no, no. See, this is the best part of it. This is when Tampa Bay's dropping the ball. They've done all the dirty work, Tampa Bay. Now I'm getting the benefits of him no in the playoff off. game. No uh, one is taking I'm not saying next happens. year for the next month. Yeah, I can win a right. Super no Bowl. Then if he on. wants to, you know, drop off a clip, go ahead, knock yourself out. What all do you, NFL you, coaches hate? What do NFL coaches hate? They hate distraction. Getting fired? He would be not the winning? biggest distraction <laughs> ever. <laughs> Ever. You think Mike McCarthy no, cares about that? You, know, you think Mike McCarthy really cares about that? You think Andy Reid really Mike cares about that? Mike McCarthy has no say in this. All right, one thing you guys are right. This will be Jerry Jones. Mike McCarthy has no right. say in anything. Okay, you're probably right about that. For sure. That's right. all Jerry yeah. Jones. But Jerry, even Jerry's not doing this. He's not going to take this guy on. No one's taking this guy. He quit on a team. Kansas City, Bruce you can't Arians screw around, Wetzel. Like jerks. Yeah. You can't screw around. They already got Tyree Hill, who's, City, you know what I mean? Exactly. He's under control. Yeah, Kelsey. Like, you cannot throw this guy in there. Andy Reid, like, I'm telling you, no, 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 no. You just can't do that. This team is peaking right now. I know the Bengals had a great second half, uh, and, and they win the game. But honest to God, unless this guy is one of the best receivers, you will not take it upon yourself for the risk. It's far greater than the reward. It's a problem, Wetzel. He'll give you a few catches, but it's not enough. If he was a, a Antonio Brown two or three years ago, now we can we can talk to each other. All right, complete separate issue. Uh, I, I got a guy here who's 21st all-time in receptions, 24th all-time in reception yards, and 24th all-time in receiving touchdowns. See you, Hall of Famer? 21-24-24. You know who that is? They don't is? put him in because of it. No, yeah, who? who? Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown, boys. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, Kansas City Chefs. You're getting a Hall of Fame wide receiver. He's not you know that what it guy. Is too? He's not He's that Hall of Fame guy anyway. He's 33, no. not 23. Here's another thing. Even if he's like borderline with his attitude and stuff, yeah, people no, are going to go, no way. 
You know, what are you going to do? Put him on the podium and you'll break his bust. <laughs> Screw you. Screw you, football. I hate you all. <laughs> yeah, he just grabs it and smashes it right there. Uh, That's what I think of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, trust me. It would be, Actually, Scott, I almost want it to happen. It would be exciting. <laughs> I know. It would be funny. Those are the numbers, right? If I didn't tell you who it was, right? I mean, they're, they're borderline. Even, you know, they're playing now because all these numbers are inflated. But 21, 24, 24 touchdowns. Touchdown, uh, touchdown, touchdowns, yards, and then the receptions. That's Antonio Brown. So, I don't know. I I wouldn't do it. I don't think. But I still have money. If FanDuel's got a bet, will they do it or will they not? I say someone signs them. I really do. Uh, more to get into right here on the Vegas Sports Central Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hi, welcome back. Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Scott Webster sitting in for uh, Brock Blessing along with uh, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, talking the world of sports. A lot of this, you know, we won't spend four or two hours on, on Antonio Brown, but it is just, it, it's so polarizing because uh, you do have some guys uh, that are supporting him. You have some guys that are supporting teams on uh, getting him, meaning me. And then you got guys like Cam and George who are saying, no way, no way, no how. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it is the guy that comes out nasty to all this is not nasty, but the guy that comes out like adult more than maybe even Antonio Brown is Bruce Arians, guys. There's just no way. We knew last week when they reinstated AB or two weeks ago, it was like, you know, three weeks ago, you made it pretty obvious you did not want this guy as part of your football team. Then all of a sudden, you bring him back on the team and you try and sell us that, you know, he's got a special place in my heart. I know he has his issues, but I know he's really <laughs> trying. Remember yeah. all those quotes we got last week? You know, what, what happened to that, Bruce? I mean, boy, you went just like that. It was almost like he that was his way of saying you know, Tampa Bay, you made me bring this clown back on the team. You made me eat my words. I had to come up with a nice excuse. He effed up again. I wasn't giving anybody any chance whatsoever to allow him back on the team. He went right to that podium and said, A.B. is out without talking to anyone. You know what, Wetzel? You bring up great points. And there's one thing. Everyone wants to give Bruce Arians a free pass. I'm not going to. Since his days in this league, he throws everybody under the bus. He rarely takes responsibility. Like some coaches go, you know what, that was on me. I had a bad game plan, yeah. like Cliff Kingsbury or something. You know, I, I wasn't ready to go. This guy, more than anybody, when you really listen to it, he always, oh, this player's not doing this, blah, 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 blah. It's, a, it's actually kind of weird when I'm thinking about it. Like, everyone thinks this guy's a friendly teddy bear, man. He's got teeth. I'd be very, very careful because he'll throw you under the bus pretty quick, and I've seen it yeah. happen before. I'm saying this well, is a Pittsburgh, different circumstance. Don't forget, yeah, he got yeah. thrown out yeah. of the world. He got thrown off of basically a Super Bowl championship Pittsburgh Steeler team with the quarterback Roethlisberger who actually liked him, and they still got rid of him in Pittsburgh. I just don't know. I just think Arians, like, you know, I don't know. I don't. What Antonio Brown did was just absolutely ridiculous and stupid, and he made a spectacle. If he did it, as I said before, if he just did it normally, just sat there, had a conversation afterwards, he'd still be on the team, everything would be fine. But I guess they had to get rid of him. But that's all I'm saying, George, is if you look at Arians, it's not just all on Antonio Brown. This is a guy I found many, many times before. If you're watching these things, he throws a lot of guys under the bus. That's all I'm saying. Well, he does throw guys under the bus. He's not afraid to call guys. He's called out Tom Brady many times, right? Many times you've seen him call out yeah. Tom Brady. But it, this is it's listen, Arians has a part in this. Remember what Arians said before Antonio Brown was even on the team? Oh, no, I'll never sign him. He did. 
Yeah, right, then he, exactly. oh, he has no room for error, right? And he does anything wrong, he's gone, does the vaccination cards thing, they bring him back. All right, anybody we brought back and they think they can help the team, but let's not kid ourselves. This is Tom Brady. Tom Brady Tom brought him back. Antonio yeah. Brown was there in the first place. Tom kept Correct. stumbling for him. I don't know why Brady kept stumbling for him. I don't know why Tampa Bay uh, did what they did here. I, I sort of understand why they brought him back into the vaccination thing where you have to make yourself look like an idiot that you're lying straight to, straight to your teeth because you lost Godwin. Right? And Evans had the hamstring injury. You didn't know when you are going to get him back. So I guess I get that from a football point of view. But Arians looks like a jerk. I mean, look at your, your word is meaningless. And then uh, you don't explain what yesterday, right? You, you just want to get it over with. And I get that, too, because right. you don't want to have to look like a moron. You know, but Brady has some explaining to do, too. Why did you keep stumping for this guy? Like I said, he's well, torched it, now. It, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Patriots, Tampa Bay. Kids torched well, here's the question. Here. Here's the question. He so. what, what he's is, a loyal guy. What do you think it is with, 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 with Tom Brady? I, I mean, if you want to tell me he's just using uh, AB because he knows he's great, all right, you know, I'll, I'll buy that. that. That I fully understand. But it does seem to be deeper than that. I mean, I do get the sense that he actually likes this guy. I, I mean, how is that possible? I mean, Tom Brady with all the Ritz and glamour and all the other hoopla stuff, and now he's bringing in this mental midget who's been nothing but trouble his entire career for the most part, and he seemingly like likes this guy. I mean, want to know I why? Bring guys? this guy into my home, you know, let alone embrace him like like Tom Brady has. Why? I'd bring him in. I'd bring. I'd bring him into my home if, if he. But he's he better bring the beer and he better bring the food. Well, yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. be supplied. <laughs> yeah, like like you're paying and coming in and feeding everybody in my home. But anyway, here's the deal. I think Brady likes him, guys. Think about Antonio Brown's uh, background. When Gabe and I were working uh, at the Score Television Network back in the day, we used to do college interviews. Let's remember where he went to school: Central Michigan. What round was he drafted in? The sixth. Underdog, uh, underdog, underdog. And he basically right. came up and said, listen, I'm going to bust through this league. No one believes in me. I'm going to prove to you guys. But why did he go to Central Michigan when he's first-round talent? Because of his attitude. Tom Brady, where was he drafted? Sixth round. Everybody doubted him. There's something about the way they were brought up. That's my theory. And I think he really likes Brown and wants to cheer for him. And he's got his back because he sees the potential. That's my opinion. Maybe they just get along too. But you know what it is? He goes to bat for him everywhere. So I actually think his love for him is real. Yeah, that might be it. That that might be it. So uh, Dallas, it's a change course here. Dallas yesterday loses to Arizona. Speaking to the Cowboys uh, with the Michael Gallup torn ACL, 25-22. They got screwed. I mean, listen, officials are going to make bad calls. That wasn't really a bad call. I mean, he couldn't see. You know, I blame more Dallas for not having a timeout to call a challenge and more so the NFL to not be able to buzz down and say, all right, we got to review this thing. But – you know, the only automatic review plays with two minutes or less left. And, you know, what is it, like two minutes and 21 seconds left. So for a matter of 20, 25 seconds, Cowboys lose that football game. Because I don't doubt for a second, had they gotten the ball, they would have at least gotten a field goal. But it clearly was a fumble, you know, when they went to review, George. Yeah, and I said, so Scott, I agree with you on both points there. It's more on Dallas because, hey, you got to save a timeout. Maybe they had to waste a timeout there in the third quarter because they sort of got caught with their pants down. It was fourth and five. They were getting people off the field. They actually thought Arizona was going to go for it. I think Arizona was just calling their bluff, by the way. I don't think Arizona was going to go for that in a million years. I think they were kicking the field. They were trying to draw Dallas off sides here, but they cost Dallas a timeout. A great play by Kingsbury. Uh, you know, he got Dallas called a timeout, and that timeout, I guess you said, probably at least saved overtime. Might have saved the game. Dallas would have had, would have had plenty of time to get down there for a touchdown. Well, all the time in the world there. And I, yeah. I think also on your point about why can't the NFL just go buzz? Oh no, guys, it's a fumble. Well, I, 
I don't understand. Collins that. does. Why we can't fix. Right. Why? Why can't we fix? Obviously. Because guys, they like to keep it this way. They like to have the power. Are you telling me in today's world we're still using the chain gang when you put a guy oh, up God, on the moon? Did yeah. we put a guy? In the, what about what about the electronic chip? Like honestly. How come things are reviewable and other things aren't? It just gives the referees power. I'm telling you, all this stuff could be changed. They like it this way because people, it's fodder for talk shows and everything else, and it's crap. Bottom line is, Dallas, yeah, sure, they got screwed a little bit in that game, but they played like junk early in that game too, right, George? They're a team on fire. They didn't take Arizona seriously, and Arizona probably would have covered the spread anyway in that game. But the whole thing is, guys, and you guys aren't stupid. You guys know. Everything, they love to keep things up. Uh, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Judgment call, this and that. The, the, the yeah. whole system needs to be revamped. The whole system. But has it been done yet? They talk about it. Never gets done. Yeah. And I that's a pet peeve of mine. I, you know, maybe they would have called the timeout earlier somehow, some way. But, you know, the, the Philadelphia, Arizona did a good job. I'll have to give them the credit for this. They brought the field goal kicker on. But they never took Kyler Murray off. So Dallas sees the field goal kicker on, so they think they're going for a field goal. Then they realize, well, wait a minute, the field goal kicker's on, but so is the quarterback. So now Dallas has like 24 guys on the football field. They have to call timeout. Well, you know, in that situation, it's, it's fourth and about three or four, I think it was, at the Dallas right around 15-yard line. Five. It was fourth and five. Fourth and five. Yeah, right. Right. Can't Dallas just keep their regular defense on the field for exactly. one freaking play? You know, I mean, do they really yeah, need a special 11 unit anyway. to try and block a kick? Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, good just, point. Just keep them on there, for goodness sake. There are so many changes on defense for things like this that it just drives me bananas. Just keep the 11 freaking guys on the field and don't worry about that's, it. That's Man. the whole problem, Wetzel. All these guys do is it's everybody wants to be the smartest guy in the room. And I'll tell you, Mike McCarthy is not the smartest guy in the room. Like the way this guy, him and Pete Carroll should get together and play like bridge together. Like the mistakes <laughs> that would be made. Honest to God, the wasted timeouts and the stupid play calls the draw plays on third and nine, like it's good that go for like one yard. I'm yeah, just, it's yeah. unbelievable. It's unbelievable stuff. And George, you know that. Here's the thing. McCarthy, it's an interesting point because Dallas has a lot of talent on their team. You just don't want to be in a situation where Dallas is battling Green Bay at Lambeau and they can get it done. But, you know, maybe Numbnuts uh, did uh, some bad, did bad j clock moves with timeouts and stuff like that. That's the whole issue you have with McCarthy. You're always thinking, when's this guy going to screw up? Well, you know, I said, if you're a Cowboy fan and you want to be an optimist, all right, everything we're yep. talking about here is very true. McCarthy's, you know, bad coach, uh, the timeout situation. Uh, they didn't get the fumble. The officials were uh, seemed to be against you again. Dak didn't play well. You dropped an interception mm -hmm. in the end zone uh, by Curse. You can go on and on and all the mistakes. And in the end, you lost by three points. Yeah. For a game that really, as Cam said, they, Dallas didn't show up for the game. They were flat. For whatever reason, they were flat. You know, but that's happened way too many times, but they always seem to be flat here. And you lost by three points, and this is a team you're likely going to play again in two weeks. You know, unless uh, the Rams lose and the uh, Cardinals win this week, you're playing the Cardinals in two weeks, uh, again in Dallas. So I think you'll take your chances there, but we've seen this story from the Cowboys over and over again. Right? It's the same show on rerun. It's hard to see this team making a deep playoff run because you're going to tell me they're going to play three good games in the wild card round, in the divisional round, and in the championship round? I can't see it. I can see one, maybe two, but I don't see them getting to the championship game. I, I just don't. I, I think we've seen this uh, this TV show over and over again. By the way, one, one quick little thing back to the Bucks uh, jets game. You guys see after the uh, they scored a touchdown to go up two, they went for two with 15 seconds left. Yes. Did we ever yeah, get an explanation? Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
yeah, what just the to hell say was the Jets that? suck. I mean, it helped my teeth. It did help my teeth. You know, I was laying three, and I thought I was dead, but then I see the go for two. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm, I'm I wonder catching. if the kicker was hurt. That's the only thing I can think of. I wonder if the kicker was hurt. No, he kicked off. Didn't yeah, he kick so off? I, that, yes, that's why I wondered at that time, but he did kick off, so that's not the reason. I guess they just They basically it. said it's the Jets. Don't worry it's about the Jets. it. the Jets. Let's run up the score as much as we can. And the dopey announcers didn't, like, kind of really harp on it. Like, well, what is he, you know, what? I didn't understand that at all. But uh, it was successful, so they won by four, 28 to 24. So, a very strange. Uh, welcome back to Vegas Sportsbook Radio after this. Sports continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Vegas Sportsbook Radio with Brian Blessing. No, I said it. In the preseason, you know, I was we were talking about playoffs, and I said, you know, we're gonna go with the playoffs, and the easiest way to do that is to win the division. And you know, got a little, everyone kind of laughed at us a little bit, but you know, we knew the kind of team we had, the kind of guys in the locker room that we had, and we knew we could go out and do it. Well, there you go. Uh, there is your AFC North winning quarterback, Mr. Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. How about that? Welcome back for uh, Vegas Sportsbook Radio. Scott Wetzel sitting in for Brian Blessing, along with uh, Cam Stewart and George Kurtz. You know, guys, I- I'd like to say I actually cashed the ticket. I didn't because uh, FanDuel, thank you very much, has yet to be able to get into New York or any of the others, for that matter, as uh, the uh, – uh, the powers uh, that be uh, have yet to approve online gambling, but uh, they did, in fact, cash that ticket that I suggested people buy, you know, three months ago. And and uh, they are the uh, the North champs. Unbelievable. This guy is thrown for the numbers are just outstanding when you consider he has thrown for almost a thousand yards in his last two games, eight touchdowns. And to put that into perspective, Trevor Lawrence uh, has thrown uh, nine touchdown passes the entire year. Joe has eight touchdown passes. His last two games i mean and all those dopes that talked about how the bungles should have drafted an offensive lineman boy you, you take out burrow to chase highlights and uh that is uh you know the changing of the guard to me has to, to taken over you know uh, obviously with the cincinnati winning it but i this is a combination this is no fluke this team is barring craziness uh you can't this, this thing they're going to be a, a phenomenal team over the next uh, three four five six years Big time. I'd love to. Th- I'd like to thank the Bengals for the cash ticket too, Scott, as well, taking them earlier on in the season to win the division. And I'd like to thank uh, Harbaugh for continually going for two. That was fantastic. Thank you very much. And yeah. these guys under 11 and a half wins with the Ravens too. I couldn't believe that win total at the start of the year. Way too high. Uh, and they shouldn't even have got there. They were lucky to beat Detroit and other teams. Uh, anyway, that's beside the story. You talk about the Bengals. I think they're a, a team on the rise. I love everything about this team. Joe Burrow is going to get better. He gets more confidence. You got the connection with LSU, him and Chase. And the defense is actually getting better as well. And they have a young offensive line that eventually is going to gel even more. That's one issue. I think they still need to protect him a little bit more. But moving forward, Big Ben's going to be gone. Lamar Jackson teams are starting to figure him out. This is very interesting. We could have a little long run for the Cincinnati Bungles no more, Scott. The Bengal Tigers, they're a mean cat. They're a mean cat. How about that? 
despite their head coach being a bozo, because I still can't figure out what the heck he was trying to do there to find out. I mean, 50 seconds left in a tie game with the opposing team, no timeouts, and he's going for it on fourth down from the one-yard line. I mean, I know in the end it worked out. He nearly got his quarterback killed. We're still waiting for an update to see if he's got an ACL or MCL type of injury. But, I mean, my goodness, that that, that that's just stupid. you got to kick the field goal. You have so little faith in your defense that you 50 seconds left. You can't hold on to a three-point lead uh, against a team with no timeouts. I mean, that was craziness. Yeah, and as you said, uh, Burrow, there is no update on him. And I'm getting more and more worried about this guy, guys, because, uh, you know, if uh, – there's no doubt in my mind. He got x-rayed after the game, mri after the game here. Yes. I think the fact that we're still waiting here means second opinion time. And that worries the, worries me very much. This injury is worse than uh, – I know, Scott, you actually do think it uh, might be a bad injury. I didn't at first. At least I was as wishful thinking. But now I'm starting to wonder here. You know, it's almost 24 hours later. We still haven't heard anything here. So uh, worried that Burrow may be hurt worse than we think. As far as their long-term uh, future, it's a dangerous, dangerous team. You're going to see Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland now have to draft cornerbacks to cover these guys. Uh, to cover Chase, to cover Boyd, to cover Higgins. And they got a strong running game as well, so there's no weaknesses here. Cincinnati, oh, when, when they go into the draft, can always go, go BPA, uh, get an offensive lineman, work on that defense. If they can fix that defense, a couple of key free agent signings here, yikes. You know, this could be the second coming of the uh, Chiefs over and over again. If they can get that pass rusher, the number one cornerback, uh, it could be very, very dangerous here, like what they've done. I'm not knocking anybody, by the way, who thought they should have taken uh, Panay Sewell. Uh, he's another guy that's, you know, pretty going to be a future Hall of Famer doing very well. Sewell's awesome. Here. Yeah, yep. but that that Chase to Burrow connection, I mean, wow. Uh, that's special. That is special. Uh, what he's done, done this year, and I was talking to Scott earlier, it's amazing how far we've come. Remember in August when he was having – he couldn't see the ball because, you know, the college ball has the white stripe. The NFL ball doesn't. He was having trouble picking it up. I guess he got over that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, uh, that should have been playing in the Canadian Football League with the double stripes on the ball. He's, he's That's the thing. It's more close to a college ball. But know what I love, guys? At the end of the game, nobody's knowing us. And we're, me and Marenzi and Joe Ranieri were doing the show on SportsGrid, and we're like, where did Burrow get his backup jersey? Bangladesh? It had no name on the back. It was just a <laughs> He had a number. <laughs> like, I know, but I'm just saying, like, how many, is that what had happened, George? Because I'm like, you're yeah, telling got, me this guy doesn't have 30 jerseys with Burrow on the back? Anyway, yeah, really? it looked like the ones. No, I looked, it looks like the ones I buy off the back of the truck from the bar. What, $19? Well, I'll take it. Yeah, he it's was like, playing for a name on the front of his jersey, <laughs> not the back of his jersey. Yeah, uh, yeah, it got ripped well, off, but I, I, I thought that was weird as well. well. Why don't they just put the jersey? I know what, what had a jersey saying. ripped off or something, yeah, and they had to use the back of Burrow. Right, yeah, it had no those, name wow. on it, Scott. Like the ones you'd buy off the back of a truck, guys. Like, give me right, twenty right. bucks. Like yeah. TJ Hushmanzada is like spelt with like three Z's or whatever. Yeah. Like, hey, I thought <laughs> this jersey was authentic. Yeah, the three lobsters for ten bucks on the side of the truck. And how about you know nothing for nothing, right? I'm watching a four-letter network afterwards, and, and uh, they got Sal Pan Antonio, who generally does a pretty good job, right? You know, so he's interviewing Burrow, and uh, you know he's asking about the game, about this, and about that, and about that about that about that and then finally at the end of this literally like a three four minute interview which is pretty long for a post-game interview right he says gee i, I saw you limping off the field here are you okay i'm like hello sal anybody home you dope he was taken out of the game he couldn't do the last snap what do you mean you limping a little bit then you know they, they even threw it to him as like we're gonna find out about joe burrow's health and then when uh, you know he just poo-pooed it at the very end even the uh the, the anchor said well that's really kind of what we wanted to know about i mean 
boy, what a what an awful job by Sal there. No offense, Sal, but that that's you know that's got to be your first question. I mean, the guy you know he's your star quarterback and he's banged up to the point where he can't do the final two plays for goodness sakes. The good uh, news though, guys, it's not the surgically repaired. It's it's, it's, no, it's the, the other, other yeah. one, right? So yeah. if there's any good news. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Chicago beat the Giants 29-3. That's not the story. Well, it is and it isn't, but, you know, the Giants are just a mess. I, I just – I find this stat funny. I really do. I don't think I told this to George earlier when we were doing the show. I don't think I ever remember a quarterback throwing for 24 yards in a game in which he played the entire game. Four, Mac Jones, Cam, 4 of 11 for 24 yards. I, I mean, you talk about just being – what is this guy doing in an NFL uniform? That That is beyond embarrassing. I'm going to be honest with you. I watched Mike Glennon play at NC State, and the only reason he got drafted, I think, it was because of his height. And back then, they were like, oh, they love those like 6'5", yeah, yeah. absolutely huge quarterbacks. And it doesn't work right then. The guy can't really move. I, I, did you see the guy's like throw chart? Interception, strip sacked, incomplete, incomplete, incomplete. I'm watching, I'm like, are you kidding me? It was so bad. I hate to say this, and I know George and I were talking, I like the future of the New York Jets. A lot more than the Giants right now. At least the Jets eventually, Wilson's going to figure it out. They they grind it against Tampa Bay. Like, I'm looking at the G-Men going, what the hell's this team doing? Like, yeah. I, I'd actually rather be a Jets fan. They have more of an upside right now. And I know that sounds crazy, but it's fact. Well, And here's the difference between a head coach of a New York Jet team or a New York Giant team versus even Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, you got Bruce Harris with Antonio Brown yesterday. They ask him two questions. He's like, he's not on my team. That's it. End of story. Gone. He's done. I cut him. Boom. Yesterday, I got uh, I got Joe Judge of the Giants giving us this literally 11-minute dissertation about how the team is doing great and you got to build in and buy into the program and this and that. Meanwhile, the team is 4-12, and 12, right? <laughs> they don't have a quarterback. They don't have anything. The GM's about to get fired. But he's going off about how great is just kind of showing how goofy he really is. And then across town, I got the Jets, his head coach, Robert Salah. You know, he's throwing the offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur, under the bus because, you know, the whole world is wondering what, what the hell are you doing doing a quarterback sneak on fourth and two. And he's saying, well, you know what? The offensive coordinator didn't tell our quarterback that it shouldn't have been a quarterback sneak. It's all his fault. It's communication. So, you know, you only get that stuff in New York. All the other cities, they just tend to poo-poo their issues. But, boy, they have no problem uh, dirty, uh, having dirty laundry uh, here in New York. But you're right, Kim. I, I, I think the Giants situation is maybe even a little bit worse uh, than the Jets. Not that either is very good. It's what do you think, George? Think, think of the Giants. Yeah, it's here. worse. Think of the Giants. You said it. Gettleman's gone, right? He's going to get fired. Joe Judge after that yesterday uh, – now, what did he say in the conference? That uh, there were players calling him. Former Giants were calling him that were making more money elsewhere, but that wanted to be back with the Giants. Really? Really? Who are these players? Because I'm dying to know who these players are. And I told Scott Wetzel earlier, uh, Bill Barnwell, for, uh, the Four Letter Network, uh, did a breakdown of this. We were follow his Twitter feed yesterday. He actually did a long breakdown, about 10, 12 tweets of breaking this down. And he's like, there's only one player that could have possibly called who fits the description. That was Wayne Gorman. Now, that's it. Other than that, Ariel sees they're making less money, or there's no way in hell they were calling to be back on the Giants because they want a playoff team or whatever else it might be. So, Judge has got to go. Daniel Jones has to go. I mean, they, they can't admit. The Maris can't admit they made another mistake. I understand you don't want to fire another coach after two years. You keep doing this over and over again, but it's not working. And Judge, I got to tell you, though, George. Daniel Jones is going to go to another team and do well. I could just see this guy in the second half under a new system and just, hey, 
He could run the ball. Sometimes he's good. Other times, like, look at the rest of these guys they're throwing out there. Jake Fromm is still a college quarterback. Oh, he can't awful. do anything. Mike Glennon is the worst. Now, I'll give Fromm credit. He's still a kid. Mike Glennon is the worst backup quarterback in the league, or it's debatable. There's a few bad guys, but he's definitely, definitely top tier. So that's the thing. I think, hey, you can get rid of Daniel Jones. I know you got to start fresh. I can just see him going to another team and really doing well, too, just getting out of New York. And uh, I, I think he could thrive. I know he has some issues, but he's. You know, the guy can run once in a while. No problem with Jones is he looks great one day, bad, bad, great, bad, bad, great. Like, it's just he can't – he's got to get consistent. Other than that, I see flashes of brilliance with this guy. He's got zero pocket presence, though, Cam. Zero. I know. He's, he's, and he doesn't protect the ball. He's going to be a guy that's going to get head coaches fired left and right because you're right. He shows promise. He'll, he'll throw for 250 yards, 300 yards, and it'll be some games that it's like unbelievable. And then the fourth quarter with two minutes left, he's fumbling the football because he's not protecting his blind side because he just has no pocket presence whatsoever. And, and everyone's going to say, well, you should be able to win. You should be able to win with him. But in reality, I don't think you teach pocket presence. I really don't. You either have it or you don't. And uh, I, I don't see it with him. I, I really don't. But I, I think that you know they are going to bring him back. Now, whether there's a quarterback in the draft that they really like, if they would draft or not, I don't know. But, you know, Two there doesn't appear picks. to be this year. Uh, yeah, but there doesn't appear to be, like, any great quarterbacks that are coming out. Like, last year we had a bunch, you know, unless they're kind of sitting on these guys. But the Kenny Pickett's and, and the Matt Corral's, they, these guys are not considered really first-round picks. They're too small. But can they pass on it? Can they pass on not taking a quarterback? They got the fifth pick right now, and they got the Bears pick as well, which I think is ten. You know, so they got two uh, picks. I don't think they can pass on it. Where they can just say, oh, no, we're not going to do it. Uh, oh, they, got, they got five and eight right now. I think they're yeah. going to have to take a chance. I, think, I don't think they can pass. Who would you, who would you go with? Uh, who, who would you go with there, Wetzel? Would you go with Corral or go with Pickett? Corral? I like I like Pickett, yeah. Because Corral's a little too small. But he's really, he's like 5'10". A lot of these guys, the kid Hartman from Wake Forest is like 5'10", although the list of is 6'1". He's small. The, he's, yeah, he's small. small. Yeah, Pickett would be the one uh, that, that maybe just maybe he would uh, uh, be the way to go. But, um, yeah, it's, it's difficult. You don't have the guys. You have to trade up to, to get a quarterback. That's the question. Lions have the second pick. What if they fall in love with one of these guys? Houston has the third pick. They may have to take quarterback. Yeah, well, they will, right? I mean, uh, unless they're buying into Davis Mills. But they're, they're, hey, they're, hey, they're hey, 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 <laughs> put the brakes on, everybody. I'm the president of the Davis Mills fan club. You're telling me uh, a third-string quarterback? No, no, but Scott, just hear me out, hear me out. This guy is a third-string quarterback from Stanford. How's Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson doing? Davis Mills was way better than them this year, and he had no weapons other than Brandon Cooks. Yeah, his Man. numbers at home aren't bad. His numbers on the road are atrocious, though. I mean, uh, those guys' numbers everywhere suck. Yeah. <laughs> They're horrible. They are. That is true. All right. Uh, we continue along here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. and view it as a measuring stick. I think we know who we are, and you know I think we have confidence that uh, you know that we can we can win any game anywhere. I think we've illustrated that so far this season. I mean, I was really our focus was on winning the game against an excellent opponent. You know, we've we've talked throughout the week. We we, we respected Arizona coming in here. Obviously, they had some challenges. Uh, you know, all the way up to the game with COVID and so forth. But uh, yeah, this. You know, our, our our focus was was tight. It was about winning and, and improving. And um, you know, 
uh, you know, our penalties were too high. You know, time of possession. Um, you know, and they made you know, frankly, a couple more big plays than we did. Yeah, believe it or not, uh, that's a head coach in the National Football League. I, I don't hear like confident. Like if if you told me, listen to this guy, and what do you think he does? You know, head coach of the NFL would not automatically come to mind. Mike McCarthy, head coach uh, of the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, just stumbling and bumbling. Just you know. I don't know. He's looking for a silver lining in a loss that was a disappointing loss. You know, no way, two ways about it. You know, you had an Arizona team that was coming in struggling and hit with COVID as well. You're at home, meaning Dallas. Uh, you got a chance for the number one seed, the way things had played out. Um, you know, still a possibility anyway before the Packer win uh, uh, last night, and, and you lose at home. I, I don't know. Uh, there's always something. What would he be, Scott? Dallas game. What would he be? Failed, I, failed I, middle management, it, like that guy yeah. in the company, you know, loosening a tie. Ah, tough General day at the office. But, tough day. Yeah. General <laughs> manager of a radio station. Now, all the radio stations are used to work at. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all the ones that decided to get rid of me. You know, that, yeah, that's, exactly. that, that's what he would be. Yeah. Crazy oh, on them. Uh, he does it. You're right, uh, though. The guy, the guy instills no confidence when he talks. Like, none. Yeah, right? <laughs> a lot of these coaches, right? I mean, you, you put Bill Belichick, Mike McCarthy, you know, all these guys. You know, a lot at least the Joe judges, I will say this, in the Robert Salaz, even though he's throwing his offensive coordinator under the bus, I thought that was funny. Um, you know, at least they can speak to the media without stumbling and bumbling and, and sounding like a clown. But, uh, you know, it doesn't help on the football field, I guess. Anyway, one hour to books. we got a full hour to go. We'll get us some of the college football stuff, NBA hockey as well, right here. Scott Wetzel, uh, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, in for Brian Blessing, Vegas Sportsbook Radio.